From topping the charts to laughing, from investing 101 to owning the market, no jargon, no complications. I also noticed something very interesting also within the, the higher LSM, uh, within the professional space. Even no matter how educated or professional you are, it doesn't necessarily mean you are financially educated. It doesn't necessarily mean that you are financially literate. And mostly, especially in the area where people have access to information, we tend to take it for granted. And that's why you'd see somebody earning a lot of money, but still not being able to manage their money because they take financial education education or financial literacy for granted in terms of the basic principles. Welcome to Easy Does It, a podcast by Easy Equities, where we simplify money and investing. No jargon, no complications, your cool guide to investing. We're continuing the conversation with Palisa Longolo talking about the power of stock fails, things that you need to consider to be able to build some wealth with your friends, with your family, and with your community. You know, when you when, when we think about stock fails, right? A lot of people think they are outdated, they are minor form of investments, and it's one of the myths that you bust in your book. You know, how big is the stock fail industry? And how do we get people to start using this collective power to actually build wealth? Mm. So the stock fail industry, one thing that's always that causes the myths uh, to still stick in our mind is because we most of our households, especially black households, we grew up knowing is stock fail. And what we know of the stock fail is exactly what it was back then, uh, 18 something, that's when stock fails uh, started. And they were mainly around assisting each other's and uh, in as neighbors around funeral around groceries and around um, rotational and then saving that little bit of money and being just a social thing and it had stuck to that to our minds as we grew up also and the main drivers behind stockfells being older people wanted to almost make it a culture that is unflexible and as the years went by that these as what stockfells are supposed to do you can't be doing other things with stockfells not even intentionally, but the main drivers behind it, they wanted to protect the tradition of Stockfells, but not really realizing that uh, by just protecting it, they are not making it adaptable as the years go to how things are changing in the economy and, and in the world. For example, Stockfell is worth right now a 50 billion, it's a 50 billion industry, but that is and just a number if you think in a technical or in a reality manner it's a nice number to say but it's 50 billion industry but what is it exactly doing in terms of impacting the economy in terms of irradiating poverty in terms of creating employment what is this big industry that is supposed to be buying your pick and pays and your macros out doing it's not doing much it's a 50 billion industry and that's exactly the, the, the transformation that most of us that are trying to be leaders in the in, in the space that we don't have to transform the whole trans, uh, the whole 50 billion industry into investment focus for example but even if 10% of that can be can, can be channeled into investing that would help and that starts with 
transforming that mind that dog fells are just for uh, consuming, they're just for funeral, they're just for groceries, they're just for rotation and nothing much impact. And that's where the younger people are even getting involved and that's where we are seeing more transformation. The more professionals get involved in it, the more experts get involved in it, the more young people get involved into the dog fells, the more we are seeing them formalizing into trusts, into companies, into cooperatives in order to be able to buy assets that can bring income to the members in order to buy assets that can actually be businesses and provide employment. And then in that way, they are impacting the economy that the way we want to impact it. So that's the myth that uh, we are still stuck on, but I'm busting it in, the, in terms of I'm young, I'm a professional, I'm in at least six stock fells, progressive stock fells, stock fells that are investment focused. I've seen what working together uh, can do when you do it genuinely and according to the law and, and, and following the right processes and governances that are in place that uh, can be done. And that can only be done if we work together, the people with the know-how work together with those that don't have much know-how in order to really make this 50 billion industry stop being just a number but something that can really bust the myth that they just for consuming that that makes so much sense and i think the idea is to to come together with your friends your family your colleagues people that share the same goals and dreams as you and then start to work together to use this power of collection of friendship of family of community to build wealth to to buy shares to buy livestock to to start a property stock fell and i think sometimes we you know i said it earlier on if we can as young people go to a restaurant and split a bill surely we could use that same power to do something a little bit more more meaningful you know, so I think what you're saying makes a lot of sense. And and earlier on, you spoke a bit about some of the bad things you've heard about stock files, you know. To a lot of people, they seem to be risky. People are afraid of losing control of their money. And there's also been a lot of stories of people disappearing with stock file money. So if if I do decide to, to start a stock file with my friends, perhaps we're looking to buy shares and we're coming together, we've, we've got governance, we've got rules and so forth. How can we minimize the risk of things going horribly wrong within our stock file? I was I were actually uh, talking about the Savings Institute the other day. We were just, um, the old mutual report is coming out, I think on the 15th. So they usually also track uh, the bad things that has happened in the past year. So funny enough, in, in 2020, I guess because it was locked down and everybody was using technology to reach to each other or to transact in stock fells, there was a huge uh, drop in terms of the treasurer ran away with money <laughs> 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 or, somebody, or somebody came robbing a stock fell with money. So there was a huge drop last year. But what's also interesting was also the, the, the peak of online scams that disguised themselves as stockfells with like your WhatsApp stockfell that came up during the lockdown and all those things. So uh, we're sitting as like, oh my goodness, is the stockfell ever gonna catch a break? Just when we thought that, okay, now <laughs> treasurers are not running away with people's money because they couldn't do that because uh, because it was locked down. There's a decrease now that being it's good to use energy. People are still taking advantage of that in, in coming up with these scams. So, uh, so, so scams and the bad people are always going to filtrate the stock industry somehow because of the very little 
a regulation within the stock fell industry. And uh, I know most of the time FSCA and uh, your likes of NASASAS and South African Reserve Bank are always uh, uh, sitting around in terms of how to really regulate the industry without taking away the core characteristics of what they are for. So I'm sure as time goes, um, uh, there will be a regulation from the bigger bodies from that. But there are things that people that can do to protect themselves and to eliminate risks within uh, a stock fells, especially now that um, stock fells uh, are increasing in terms of the type of people that are getting into uh, into stock fells, so which means the more people that with the know-hows, because I cannot stress the financial education importance as being number one in anything whether you're starting to invest anything that has to money you have to educate yourself first before getting into it stock fell is no exception either you have to first really educate how stock fells traditionally work like then uh, see the loopholes so uh, some of us have went into really trying to see where the loopholes are and how you can eliminate them so first of all in stock fells people need to trust each other. It is the core of trust. And then secondly, there needs to be a legal binding constitution in place that is within the limits of the South African law in terms of what the Stockfell is going to be doing. This is signed by everybody that is in the in the Stockfell and agreeing into that. This is also almost a protection for their members should uh, things go sour and they need to hey type of people sue each other even with the stop cells in terms one of them does something that is illegal and they didn't agree to it so they have something in writing to say this is what we had agreed on and, uh, and then a lawyer is able to assist them in terms of how to recoup on how to, or how to deal with that situation but if you just agreed with your mouth hey chami let's just start a stock fell and transfer to each other's thing you don't have something to stand on should things go wrong so that is one of the most important documents in stock fells to have and to make sure that is within limits of the law and then secondly as obviously stock fell is about money it's an entity so it does need everything that you do with a stock fell needs to be in the Stockfell's name. So your bank accounts, your investment accounts uh, needs to be in the Stockfell name. And a person, or I think two or three people, needs to be authorized by the members in order to be able to be the ones that go to the bank or the ones that are dealing with an investment institution so that to, to, to eliminate that risk, one person having control of all the funds. So those are the basic three things that uh, can be a risk management in terms of stock but what I've seen also really growing that is really helping also to close the risk in Stockfells, it's actually Stockfells formalizing. So when a Stockfell is formalizing into a trust, for example, which means uh, it's going to be operating under trust rules. Uh, in anything that is regulated by the trust, they'll be looking under that. So then that eliminates the other normal things that would uh, happen if it was just a stock fell. When they convert into a company, they have to now uh, operate as a company, which means following the, the company's act. When they, they are going into a cooperative, they have to go to the cooperative act way. So that way, that's where you are putting yourself into a regulated uh, legal entity to operate according to the rules of that entity. So that does help in terms of uh, how to continue 
and still be protected uh, somehow. Those are some of the ways that uh, that us, people are stockpiling now in order to protect members and themselves. And of course, your, your book also gives some really great guidelines in terms of things that we consider doing as well. Uh, you know, the, the last thing that I, I, I wanted to, to get from you is, you know, can we expect um, another book from you in the future? And I know you are doing something within the fintech space. Are you are you willing to share a little bit a little bit with us and the rest <laughs> of the podcast listeners? Still so new. <laughs> um, uh, as you know, um, Tapo, I'm, I'm I'm very passionate about the space. There's a lot of things that I would like to do, and the most of them I'm writing them as ideas actually on the book in terms. Imagine a stockfell having a franchise. Now we have a franchise stockfell. We've got a store in Soweto. We've got a store in Binoni wow. that is owned by stockfells, which formalized into cooperatives. So I feel like these things are really possible if you practically put them into place and these things really do start with a stock fell and working together when done right. So one of the things that I've always been passionate uh, about has been two things, fintech and, and investment management. So uh, I am involved in an upcoming app that will be assisting uh, stock fells that want to invest. Uh, so group, in, group investing type of an app. I can't say much uh, right now, but it will be something that will be regulated, that will be on the likes of Frank and Stockfeller type of uh, industry. And later on, I would really love to have a fund for Stockfellers, but that is like future, 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 future. That has always been my passion that I would like a fund that would really cater for Stockfellers' needs um, in terms of investment management perspective. So fintech is definitely the next thing that needs to happen with um, next to thinking. Stockfells deserve to have options also, just like an individual have an option to either bank at NetBank or APSA or FNB. It would be great to also have that for Stockfells in, in terms of apps and fintech options. Wow. Thank you so much, um, you know, for coming on to the Easy Does It podcast, having this conversation with us. Um, how do we how do we keep in touch with you on social media? Um, where do we get your book? We're definitely going to be giving away some copies, that's for sure. Uh, but for those that, that are in a rush, they want to get your book, they want to connect with you on social media. How do they get in touch with you? Um, I'm on Twitter. I'm Pali underscore Lingolo on Twitter and Instagram. I'm Pali Salingolo on Facebook. My book is available at Bargain Books, exclusive book. Uh, take a lot and all the other leading bookstores it is just under 200 rand so please go out there and take it and uh, i do financial wellness for stockfells so at palengo holdings also on social media on those uh, on those social media handles at palengo holdings and thank you so much youth money circle has always been supporting us and we are always so grateful to you guys and the platforms that you give us especially us who are not big um on these uh, on these things uh, but we appreciate the education that you are making it accessible to everyone doing some amazing things thank you so much for giving us your ear on the podcast easy does it that's how we do a big shout out to you for hanging out with us don't forget to subscribe we are on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Let us know what you think of this episode on Twitter and Insta. Our handle is at Easy Equities.